I stopped to see your catalyst of comprehension, facts over fiction all day, every day. And I just wanted to share some thinking here. And we have to go back to elementary school sometimes to, to, to use those skills they gave us, at least if you went to school when it was really school, I'm just saying. And I went to public elementary school, just, you know, for the folks that's going to listen. Um, and, you know, you had your spelling and your vocabulary, you know, it was part of your English language, arts, um, subject area, activities, and, you know, you had the vocabulary quizzes and spelling and all that good stuff. And so, you know, sometimes what I find is because we got a lot of interesting characters now in America and the, the those who know the least have, excuse me, have the most to say and they really don't have the knowledge or experience to speak or to act yet they're doing both those things to the detriment of a lot of other people. And I didn't think I'd ever see the day that being smart was not good or be quote, like I remember responding to a tweet um, about, you know, the presumption of what elitist means and that we have come to realize that people are associating elitism with being educated and I'm like how is being knowledgeable being um, informed being trained being developed being cultivated being refined which all these words that I'm saying are synonymous with educated right because I checked with the source okay um that was one of the activities we had to do in elementary school into middle school I had a sixth grade teacher I remember him who played absolutely no games okay um, so much respect for him, but we had to have the part of speech. We had to have a substantial definition. We had to have a synonym and antonym, and we had to use the word in the sentence. He did not play games. Okay. So I recall all of those lessons. Um, and so I find myself now going to the source. Um, that is how I, myself as a student in college and beyond to this very day of this very recording, have built and expanded my vocabulary um, in writing the papers in undergrad and writing as my thoughts flowed, etc. And then going back and taking those words that I use often and then uh, changing it for an alternative for a, a synonym. And that is, you know, through that process is how I built vocabulary. And, um, you know, when for instance, I'm writing a sentence, I want to explain, this is how I get explicate, expound, exposit. It, you know, by going and shifting my usage of the word explain. You know, that's the first and maybe the first and the easiest word that might come to you. However, um, what I want to do with this particular episode of commentary is to explicate <laughs> for my listeners. Um, Something that I, I think that we often take for granted as we listen to what's unfolding in the United States today. It is Saturday, September 19th, 2020. And today we passed a threshold in the United States. There 
are 200,000 Americans who have died as a result of the coronavirus. Um, there was a clip that I saw of the clown in chief speaking to, um, I'm not sure if this was a public health official or some type of administrator. I'm not sure if it was in California in regards to the wildfires, um, you know, as a result of climate change, but he referenced science. And so, uh, Mr. Not So Smart, um, uh, he said something about, I don't think science knows. I'm like, okay. There are people speaking about the physicians, the public health officials, the scientists and researchers, you know, trust the scientists, trust the experts. And I'm not sure what the understanding of ordinary, co-ordinary everyday people is as far as how does one become an expert? Like, do we not process that it takes tons of time effort at brain power and energy to become an expert at something like I mean the people who actually really did do the work not paid someone to do the work for them um i.e mr not so smart paid someone to take his SATs had his eldest sister doing his homework for him while he was at a prestigious university that is located in the Bronx and Manhattan and I believe Westchester County as well um okay i'm not referencing that i'm referencing the person who stayed up overnight to finish a paper i'm referencing the person who made frequent trips to the library i'm referencing the person who double check and triple check their work that's who i'm referencing as far as those who actually did the work to become experts so since it seems like a lot of people unfortunately don't understand what science is let's go back to the uh, dictionary, good old dictionary, to look up what science is. Typically, I would go into what the definition is at first, and then I would go into the etymology of the word. But I'm going to start with the etymology of the word science. It is from scientia, which is Latin, um, from scien, having knowledge, the present participle of shire, which is the verb to know. Um, so it equals knowledge, it equals knowing. There are synonyms or related words for science, data, evidence, facts, scholarship, and learning. Science, the state of knowing. Knowledge as distinguished from ignorance or misunderstanding. A department of systematized knowledge as an object of study. For instance, science of theology. That is according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Um, also in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, a body of facts learned by study or experience. A word associated simplifying that is knowledge. Knowledge is also defined as a body of facts learned by study or experience. Oxford Dictionary, the intellectual and practical activity encompassing the systematic study of the structure and behavior of the physical and natural world through observation and experiment. 
a systematically organized body of knowledge in any subject, archaic definition of science in the Oxford Dictionary is knowledge. Okay? So, let's just associate science with knowledge. Um, Seeking knowledge, having knowledge, building on knowledge. So a scientist is a person that seeks to acquire more knowledge and build more knowledge, disseminate more knowledge. You have a scientist, one who builds knowledge as far as nature or the physical world, hence natural scientists or physical scientists. These are the things that we conceive of when we hear science like biology or chemistry or physics, things, things like that, anatomy, etc. You also have social scientists or scientists of society or scientists of people, those who build knowledge about um, people, um, how we see the world, how we interact with each other to the very individual level, the mind, etc. So this is where you get psychology, anthropology, economics, politics, history, and sociology from among other fields. So there are people who make it their life's work to um, build knowledge, um, to share knowledge about all facets of existence. And there's a lot of sacrifice, there's a lot of effort, there's a lot of energy invested in that. And for someone who knows nothing about that to come and totally dismiss it is, is, is a slap in the face. And it is why today we are crossing 200,000 people dying as a result of the coronavirus in the United States. The highest number of deaths of any country in the world. Um, so let's go back to the statement, I don't know if science knows. Science is knowing. Science is knowledge. But of course, someone who is like him doesn't know anything, doesn't care about anyone or anything but himself. He wouldn't know that. He would have no clue about what it really takes to to be one who knows, to be a scientist. So it is just baffling how things are working right now. That's why I've said to people, it seems like we're living in the twilight zone or we're living in a state of up is down. Um, How can you um, try to negate or contradict someone who is familiar with facts that they have learned by studying and by experience? Um, You know, natural physical scientists are big empiricists. You know, those who realize that what we, we learn or what we know is by observing, by experience, right? So this is where the whole push for and carrying out of experimentation um, comes in, into play. We want to see. We want to. We want to try this out. We want to see what we learn from this. We want to observe something so now we can conclude and, and put it out there to the public. In this coronavirus case of you know public health crisis globally, we need people who know what they're talking about. We need people who are experts. We need people who are informed. We know, we need people who know what they're doing to advise us on how we're going to try to get around this whole situation. And the fact that we have people at the helm who are not knowers, are not scientists, is why we have crossed 200,000 people dead. Whereas nobody else on the planet has that number of deaths. 
even in a country like China with three times the size or four times the size of population that we have. This is why we don't have that. <sighs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable what we're dealing with now. He doesn't think science knows. It's unbelievable. Like, on an individual level, someone has to go through a medical procedure. Are they going to go to a physician with years of experience and having many examples of performing this, this medical procedure or this surgery before? Or are they going to go to the novice? Are they going to go to the person who just came out? Who just came out of medical school? Are they going to go to the person who's experienced or the person who's new to it? It's just, it's, I have no, <laughs> absolutely unbelievable. But again, science basically is knowing. So a person who is a scientist is a, is a person who knows and who seeks to know more and who seeks to build knowledge. And we shouldn't derogate anyone who fulfills that role.